The Yukon is a dangerous place. You never know what's coming. I came up here because I didn't want to be around anyone. And then I met Buck. He was a dog like no other. He'd been spoiled. Out! Come on, Buck! And he'd suffered. Come on! But he could not be broken. I don't know where you came from, but I know where you are now. Welcome to the last place on the earth. I should let him have a minute. Doesn't look like he's ever seen snow before. How do you feel about an adventure? Beyond all maps. We can go. You and I. Where no one's ever been before. See what's out there. to the Markout Movie Podcast. This is Brandon Spivey and I am reviewing The Call of the Wild today. I went and seen it Saturday with my son and I gotta say I had a, just a fantastic time watching this movie. Uh, it really touched me. It, Dawson loved it. Oh my god he loved it. And well, I'm just getting right into the story. You, you heard the trailer um, and it gives me goosebumps to hear that you know and just oh man I just really enjoyed the movie. Really enjoyed it. Um one of my favorite movies of the year so far. Uh, so let's get right into the story here. Buck is a big-hearted dog whose blissful domestic life gets turned upside down when he is suddenly uprooted from his California home and transplanted to the exotic wilds of the Alaskan Yukon in the 1890s as the newest rookie on a mail delivery dog sled team. Buck experiences the adventure of a lifetime as he ultimately finds his true place in the world. Its estimated budget is $109 million. I did not know that. I thought maybe it makes sense uh, that it was it's that much uh, because I, I believe every animal in this movie is CGI, so it makes sense. Um, it's got a 6.9 on IMDb, uh, 47% like this on Metacritic. You know Metacritic, they don't really like it a lot, so... <laughs> 88% like this on Google. Let's go to Rotten Tomatoes real quick. Get their scores. Uh, 62% on the Rotten Tomato meter. Um, 90% like this as the audience. Um, I'll get right into what it's made so far. It did, you know, it did, I think, fair. Now, considering the budget, um, I don't think it's going to make its money back. And the, this says on Bot's Office Mojo says the budget is 135 estimated. So between 100 and 135 million dollars is what this movie costs. And it probably needs to make around 
270 million uh, just to break even. So that's a big task for a dog film, man. It really is. But domestically, it made 24.8 million for the weekend, 15.4 for internationally, and it's currently at 40.2 worldwide. So I think this movie's gonna make a little bit over a hundred uh, worldwide. So it's gonna be considered a flop. But it's a really good movie. It really is. It's a really good movie. Um, I'll get into the cast real quick. Uh, also, this is going to be a spoiler-free review. I'm not going to spoil anything. I don't want to do that. Not with the movie just released. Um, I know sometimes I can't help myself, but on this one, I'm not going to. It stars Harrison Ford as John Thornton. Omar Sy as Parrot. I think that's how you pronounce his, his name. Uh, Kara Gee as Frank Kose. No, uh, she's, I'm not sure. They're French. Uh, and basically, and it's got a lot, it's got more people, but really, these were the four main people. And Dan Stevens is how. You can even include Bradley Whitford as Judge Miller. But he's only in the beginning. So basically, yeah, it starts out with Buck uh, in California. He's a house dog of the judges. And he gets taken. Uh, that's the only spoiler I'm going to give. And you see that in the trailer, so it's not really a spoiler. Um, and uh, gets taken. And they, he's bought by Omar Sy and Karaji to do the mail. Uh, that's also in the trailer, so that's not a spoiler either. Uh, he, he embarks on this journey to really find his true calling. And he has some issues with this other dog. And um, I just want to say this, though. First, the beginning of this movie, you could tell the dog was CGI. And here's the thing. Did it take me out of the movie? No. It did not. Man, I was asking myself, is every animal in this movie CGI'd? Because at certain points, I was like, it looks real, but I'm not sure if it is. It's not the fight scenes or anything. It's just normal sled dog scenes. Um, you know, I just, I was thinking, eh, it looks like it may be CGI'd. But honestly, I was so invested in the story, I didn't notice. I would say I passed the 20 to 30 minute mark. I did not notice uh, any CGI for the rest of the movie. And that includes Buck. I just did not notice. I was so into the movie, didn't notice it. Uh, so it didn't take me out. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I, Harrison Ford's character's narrating this story. Um... He doesn't really come into play until, I would say, late in the second act. Uh, but he's throughout. He's in throughout the movie. Uh, he's just... It's not Harrison Ford's film. It's Buck's movie. It's totally Buck's movie. And I enjoyed his journey. I thought it was amazing. I thought, oh, there are so many scenes I could talk about, but I'm not going to spoil anything. Uh, the ending was really good. Oh, Dan Stevens plays the he plays a villainous character that comes in. I would say the third act. Um, he's he plays his part really good, and unlike the character in Doolittle, who had that little similar mustache, I don't know. It's been funny with the mustaches this year for the villains. Doolittle had it. Jim Carrey had it in Sonic. Um, now Dan Stevens has it in The Call of the Wild. That, that twirling mustache. Uh, two out of three did a good job with it. Uh, the other one just didn't. Um, but I like Dan Stevens in the movie. I thought he was really good uh, as the villain. Um, 
I think Buck was amazing. His story was amazing. Just to follow his story, to see where he was going was amazing. Also, the connection between the between Buck and John was 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 fun to watch. It was just a fun little movie to watch. Uh, but it's not so little because it's a big budget. But uh, I did not realize it was this big of a budget. I, if I had a guess, I would have said around fifty million. It didn't look like it was a hundred and thirty something million or a hundred million. Uh, but then again, it did, I guess, because uh, it looked really good. This movie looked really good, I think. Um, I know you're gonna have some people complain about the CGI, and that's normal. Uh, but I thought it was good. You know, I, you know, I thought, I thought it was a real dog. You know, I thought, I mean. There are some things he did do that was, that dogs wouldn't do, I would say. Like with Harrison Ford drinking. I don't think a dog would try to take that away, but maybe they would. Dogs sense things, you know? They can sense when you're you're sad. They can sense when you're you're sick or something. They they sense that. So I've been there. When I was down or sick and a dog I had would come to me and try to cheer me up or you know, I've sensed it. Uh I mean, I haven't sensed it, but they sense it. So yeah, I mean, this movie was—it uh, was a heartwarming film, you know. It was—it uh, was fun to watch. I got more enjoyment watching it with my son than I think I would have watching it alone. Um, to see him, his 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 face, see him smile. Uh, but I will tell you one thing: at the end of this movie, after the credits roll, people literally—and I went to a matinee show. It was packed for a matinee show. People stood up. And gave it a standing ovation. And, you know, you don't see that often. Uh, they tried to do that for the boy, too. Uh, then they stopped. It was like, I was probably like two or three people. Uh, Aaron can vouch for me on that one. Uh, then they stopped, because they thought that was at the end. Uh, so, but... Uh, and I, I think everybody was like, why are you clapping? This movie's awful. Why are you clapping? But yeah, I mean, uh, but the Call of the Wild was a fun movie. Um, you know, I the the performance I was most impressed by was actually the dog. I felt like this dog was just had a huge presence in this movie, um, more so than other dog films. I like this is probably gonna go down as one of my favorite dog films, and I have to mention this because it's another Jack London legendary novel, White Fang. I got some feels of White Fang in this movie, and I think I should. I mean, I think you should. It felt in the same universe as White Fang, and that's an old 1990s, I think, 1990-91 film. Uh, if you have not seen it, check that out. It's a great film. It's on Disney+. Plus. Um, but yeah, I, 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 got a, I got a White Fang feel for it. Um, I, I truly enjoyed it. My son enjoyed it. I can see this. If you were like, and if you got kids in elementary school, I could see them reading this book and watching this movie later on in life. I like we had to watch where the fern grows, or I think that's what it's called. Or um, it wasn't White Thing; it was some other dog movie. Um, we had to read a book too and watch the movie. I wanna. I can't remember it, but you know, you know what I'm talking about, those type of films. I think this is that kind of film that the teachers will, sh the schools will sh make them read the book, then watch the movie afterwards. I think that's one of those type of movies. Um, nothing wrong with it. That. That's great. Uh, 
Uh, it's gonna teach the kids something. But in closing here, I don't want to go too long on this movie review. I had a great time. I think it is one of my favorite films of the year so far. Uh, I'll give my score, my mark out meter. <laughs> um, I'm giving it five mark outs uh, on my mark out meter. Uh, I, th I think it's just a great story. I think it's a great story. I think it's great performances. Harrison Ford's really good in the movie. Um, he really is. He really is good in this movie. I truly enjoyed him and his character as John Thornton. Um, you know, if you have kids, I say take them to see it. Uh, that's, that's how I feel. I think if you have a kid that's interested in dog films, I'm an animal lover myself. I'm a dog lover, mainly. Uh, that's I like cats, too, but really when it comes to... I love dogs. Um, you know, and uh, so this hit me in a heart. Usually a dog movie does hit me in a heart, but this one hit me a little bit more than... I'm used to like I didn't cry or nothing it's just I felt it I felt the, this dog's journey and, and and that's not meant to be a pun on a dog's journey but I felt Buck's journey I, I was there with him through, through the whole ride and I'm I'm glad I experienced this movie uh, I really am so I, I think it's really good I think you're gonna enjoy it if you have kids if you love dogs if you love uh, legendary novels like The Call of the Wild White Thing uh, if you love that sort of journey, I think you're going to love the movie. If you don't, you're probably not. But uh, I really enjoyed it. Um, I thought it was a great movie. Uh, it's, it's. I think it will end up in my best of the year category. Um, but we'll see. Uh, but anyway, enough talking about it. I thought it was great. I think you should go see it. Uh that's my thoughts on the call of the wild um friday i don't think i'll have any more reviews for this week friday me and aaron are gonna get together and uh we're gonna review brahms the boy too and talk about what went wrong <laughs> uh not just with the movie bots office didn't show up i mean you know people just didn't show up to the movie um we're going to talk about what went wrong with that movie. Uh, but anyway, this has been Brandon Spivey from the Mark Out Movie Podcast. Um, coming to you to Mark Out with Call of the Wild. It's a great film. I think you should go see it. Uh, but anyway, I'm Brandon Spivey. And this is the Mark Out Movie Podcast. Thank you for listening.